Sometimes our faith is like a constant spiraling, like a funnel, like you're going around and around like that little coin you dropped in the donation bin where it just circles around and around until it finally falls out the bottom. Sometimes we feel closer to God. Sometimes we feel further from God. Sometimes we get in arguments on social media. We feel as if we are questioning everything we've deconstructed or reconstructed. And through it all, our biggest hope is that you can give yourself grace. Not just grace with those around you, but grace with yourself. It's a hard concept. So today we're talking about giving yourself grace. Grace in your spiritual journey and grace when those around you may not quite understand where you're at. We are for the spiritual nomads, the outcasts, and the ones who desire to ask the hard questions. A shelter in the desert. A safe place to share our thoughts, our hopes, and our dreams. We are pursuing the truth, and we don't care about the consequences. We invite you to come and sit at our table and be a part of our tribe. We are brave. We are bold. We are the Reckless Pursuit. Hey everyone, my name is Cody. And my name is Elaine. And you're listening to The Reckless Pursuit. And today, Elaine is bringing the topic. So I'm going to let her intro what we're talking about. Okay, yeah. So the topic is giving grace towards yourself. Giving yourself grace when you are deconstruction, when you are going through deconstruction. When you are deconstruction. When you are literal deconstruction. Whenever you have questions, any doubts, or even changing beliefs that you feel firm in and that you feel confident in, and giving yourself grace and permission and freedom to grow, even if other people don't give you that. Yeah, when Elaine brought this topic kind of up to me earlier and saying like, I kind of told her, I was like, you're picking the topic this week (laughs) because I think I picked the last one. So uh, that's kind of how we do things here. We like to trade off. But she brought two really interesting uh, topics. So a teaser for one we want to try to do soon is uh, just really like a Christian's sense of humor or God, does God have a sense of humor? Is God sarcastic? (laughs) Yes, all of those fun things. So that's something we want to get into. But uh, this was the first one that she presented to me. The second one is more fun and jolly, and we have some ideas for that coming up. But this one fits the bill to sum up the last, I'd say, what, uh, probably about four episodes that we've done, maybe five, yeah, yeah. uh, where we've been talking about like online relationships and peace and inner peace and all of that. And I feel like this is a good final one that is just kind of you know it, it it's it's the it's the sum all be all to to put the cap on really just being in a healthy place in this time that we're in with elections and all the crazy stuff if you've if you listened to the last few episodes you know we've mentioned it pretty much every time like it's a hostile world out there so uh, we're going to get into that in just a second, but before we do, I just want to give Elaine's show a promo. I don't know if I did that recently. I think I did recently, but it's worth doing again. Elaine uh, has recently changed her name and rebranded and kind of relaunched her show. It is now Spirituality Untamed, and I just think of like you in like a cheetah print leotard running through the woods. I told you I want to do like a photo shoot that's just crazy in the woods of like crazy outfits of like becoming untamed and unhinged <laughs> and free. Okay. Oh, that's, and then you're going to go like drink your ice latte and yes. chill in the AC. Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> because white girl. <laughs> right. Untamed in, in principle, but yes. not in practice. Okay, yes. I think. But no, seriously, Elaine has put a ton of time and effort into her show. And uh, if you are uh, looking for some untamed spirituality, specifically women who are looking for untamed spirituality. Which I tomorrow, wanna... I, I was going to say tomorrow, I have a new episode coming out. Hey. And it is called The Art of Change or The Art of Growing. And what better time than tomorrow being the first day of fall? Hey, which is like... Heck yeah, it's our yes. favorite time of year coming <laughs> up. All right, Halloween's coming up. We have Halloween topics planned. Didn't we talk about Halloween topics like just the other day? Mm-hmm. What was one of those? You remember what we had? Oh, I think we man. wrote them down, but I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> we had some pretty interesting Halloween talks coming up. I think I wrote uh, it down somewhere. Yeah, so we'll come back to that. But yes. yeah, we always do something kind of big for Halloween for the podcast. Have some really interesting conversations and. We, we plan to do that even though COVID has, like, kind of ruined our party plans, which kind of sucks. But yeah, but we can still do some things around the house. We'll, so. we'll do something. Anyway. We'll do something. I'm, I'm a whole month and a half ahead now. <laughs> but, all right. So, today we're talking about taking care of yourself. What, what, give, me, give me that title one yeah, more time. Yeah, giving your... Grace. Yes, Yeah, giving grace, yourself grace. Yes. Giving yourself grace here at The Reckless Pursuit. <laughs> Alrighty, Lane. So you brought this title and this idea up, and uh, I, I liked where you're heading with it. So I'm just going to kind of let you open the door, and then I'm going to kind of add in where my mind went, and we'll build this episode off of that foundation. Which I was actually about to ask you um, what that looks like for you, but I guess really the idea of why I uh, of why this came up in my spirit and why I kind of felt compelled to talk about it is because. I feel like, again, we always mention TikTok, but that's just where we create some, like, our favorite things besides the podcast. But um, Praise the Lord that hopefully it stays yes. around. It's <laughs> supposed to, the day we're recording this, it's supposed to be banned tomorrow, but now Trump gave his blessing to we'll it. We'll anyway. anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, but yeah, so I was on TikTok and I, some of this uh, feedback that we get, or most of the feedback that we get is great and uplifting, and people say this is exactly what I needed, or, oh yeah, this is so funny, kind of like the other topic that I mm-hmm. had uh, spoken to you about. But a lot of times online, people can come with their biases and their perspectives, and sometimes they're not positive, and they're not forgiving, and they're not open-minded or open-hearted. Well, and that's actually, that ties back into a great recap of uh, what we were talking about on our Reckless on the Road last week, and even more specifically the week prior to that. So both of those episodes allude to what you're Mm -hmm. saying there very well, so... Once again, I like the direction mm-hmm. this is going to kind of wrap this all up, but carry on. But yeah, and so it, I just started thinking about how just we need to give ourselves grace and recognizing that God gives us that grace. But there are people online and even in person, you can go for deeper or farther than just showing up online. But people aren't going to get that. People aren't going to recognize your growth or they'll, they will see that things are changing, but they won't call it growth. They'll call it backsliding. And it can be a very messy and chaotic way of deconstructing or finding new beliefs for yourself. And people, a lot of times are scared of their own growth and they project that on yourself. And so there is the importance of giving yourself that grace, giving yourself to 
question to have those doubts and recognizing that that you are growing in that season and especially if nobody else is what better person to love than yourself well and and there's a couple different methods or i guess directions that that in my brain that i kind of view what you're saying and i'll get into both of those but i also want to just kind of recap that if i remember right we kind of started this whole thing with uh something you just said and so I like the way that's kind of the circle mm-hmm. of, of how things kind of come together. But giving yourself grace is a is an interesting topic because in theory, it's like, oh, well, give yourself grace, you know, like, like it's forgive fine. Forgive yourself, yeah, like kind whatever. Of back, like. <laughs> oh, and you kind of actually answer what that initial episode was because I think I just kind of left everyone hanging mm-hmm. there. Uh, that initial episode was we were talking about like conviction versus condemnation. Yeah. And that kind of ties into like giving yourself grace in a way but it's not quite the same thing, but it is. And so like I, like I was saying, I kind of like the loop of that. But to me, giving yourself grace is oh, go ahead. Well, you I was just, I, well, it more of a question of like, what does that look like? Not in theory, but in practice. How? What does that actually mean? And what does that look like? Is that different to each individual, or is there an overall practice that everyone well, can do? So it, it's situational to me uh, because giving yourself grace could mean hey, I, I really screwed up, or if you want to use the church term of it, I sinned. Like, but you have to give yourself grace because condemnation pulls you deeper into the problem. Like hating on yourself doesn't help. There's that side of the giving yourself, which is like where we started, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole loop. And then there's giving yourself grace. And this is something where I personally have been at, oh, you know, I don't. it's not been so much right the second, but there has been numerous times in my journey, especially within the last year of like, who am I? What do I, what do I want? Because some, okay, honestly, some of it's better now too, but uh, specifically the God side of it, you know, I went, I've been through numerous times in my life, the whole, like, why do I believe in a God? And, and I follow the rabbit hole until I find my way back to believing in God. But, you know, I've told you, Elaine, this, you know, in private numerous times, it's much easier for me to not believe in God. Like believing in God is the, is it takes faith for me to believe in god i think you you've worded it you'd be a great atheist or you'd be a great agnostic yeah i would because i love the mental string of trying to unprove not necessarily debunking deconstructing really i mean it is it is deconstructing it's well and i love seeing the evolution of humanity's understanding where what once may have been deemed as God like is how now get back to where they started, like where they came with those well, perspectives. Yeah. Like, like why, why do we look at the stars for such authority? Well, now we kind of realize like the stars and the magnetic pull of the earth around, you know, like gravitational pulls and how the moon in- affects, you know, the waves. And like, you start kind of looking at all these things of like people were picking up, on the ambient tones of creation and created religious systems around them. And like it, it very quickly takes me to a place of being, well, this is just too out there for there to be a God. And this kind of ties back to a conversation we have with one of our friends on the way back from Oklahoma city. And it's very easy to get to that point. It really is. Especially if all you've ever been taught is this staunch, hard draw the line hardcore you know 
uh, not infallible, but like uh, inerrant gospel. It, it gets very difficult to look at that and go, I mean, well, we as a society like have witnessed and know things that prove some of this to be more fabolic or parabolic, which, I mean, there's no coincidence that Jesus spoke in parables because, you know, and I just kind of put this connection together in my head. So someone out there hopefully will find this as interesting I, if uh, as I do. Uh, Jesus is God, right? As Christians, we believe Christ is the Son of God. So Christ is God. So if we were to hear God speak, it would sound a lot like the text that Jesus had has given, right? Like the words Jesus spoke. And if Jesus spoke in parable, it would only make sense that so would God, that God loves analogy and story and parable. And it would make sense that creation has some of those parables sewn into the fabric of creation. And so basically the rabbit hole I'm going with that is you quite literally look at these things where it's like, oh, the sun is related to this and the moon is related and like, oh, revelation and the stars and all this stuff. Well, it actually makes sense that this is part of creation's, uh, the threshold of creation itself, because if Jesus himself spoke primarily to teach in parables so people could learn for themselves, right? Jesus didn't go out and tell people stuff because he wanted them to explore that parable within them that 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 scarlet thread that runs through them that little that fine uh i guess really how and this kind of goes into more sciencey stuff this uh, y'all are getting a peek into my brain because this is me all the time so and then you look at like the brain and how like if you look at the neuron map of like neurons firing in the brain and you look at the the way that we have depicted the universe and the expanding of the universe they're almost identical or if you look at mm-hmm. the blood cells of the body versus like Space. uh well, not even space. If you look at the blood cells of the body versus the cracks and crevices or specifically waterways mm-hmm. of the earth, the blood vessels of the body and the the way the the earth, the the rivers and everything flow on the earth are almost identical. Like patterns repeat themselves infinitely inward and infinitely outward. And like I start getting into that and then I start getting into like theoretical physics. Give me a second to get to the end of this, which there isn't. <laughs> I start thinking about theoretical physics impossible pocket dimensions and all this stuff and then i come back to creation and and like how it all comes down to this moment that we've dubbed as like the big bang that could very well be uh let there be light and we look at all these different things and and no i don't believe in like a literal seven day creation by the way like not dogging on you have to do it's just not my thing but I start looking at that, and I'm like, well, then science says everything has to come from something, and yet everything came from nothing. And I'm like, but God. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's like me chasing my tail so many times. And I have to give myself grace whenever I'm at the tip of that, of the wow, but God moment. And at the bottom of the circle or the opposite side of the sphere, however you want to call it, where I'm just like, wow, how could any of this make sense that there's a God? Like, I have to give myself grace in both of those knowing that the journey is cyclical and that i am constantly every ebb and flow well yeah and 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 even more so i I like the idea of chasing your tail but almost like a wheel like how i'm constantly going in a circular motion but i'm moving forward in that it's 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 almost spiral like and kind of the way the universe moves in a constant forward spiral through time but whatever you get what i'm saying like everything is just it starts to morph around itself and pull me closer 
to God. But there are times where kind of as the earth is further away from the sun at times, I feel further air quotes here from God or as if God is more of an, of a, an idea rather than a reality, knowing that in that exploration, as I come back, I'm going to be closer to God or understand my own understanding of what I hope to understand about God more, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And the way I kind of tie this back into our conversation about condemnation versus conviction is that there is this a level of, like you were saying, like, oh, I sinned today. Let me let me give myself grace because God gave me grace and, oh, I, I really messed up. Like, I'm, I'm going to allow myself to sit with that. There's also another level of, especially through deconstruction, deconstruction is whenever you believe something for so long about anything, literally anything, and then you change your perspective, then you hold a whole new belief that you are confident in and you look back and you're like, oh, wow, I was such a sucky person back then. Or, oh, wow, I was such a toxic, that, that, that was such a toxic mindset. I can't believe I, I thought those things. And that is a form of condemnation because you're judging your past self, but your past self was growing and evolving into who you are now. Well, and to to build on that, we did an episode a while. It's been a while back now. Um, Man, these episodes go by so quick sometimes. Weeks fly by, especially with all the crap in the world right now. And just like the, you know, COVID and all that stuff. And it's just, just wow. But anyway, um, the episode we did where we talked about... Uh, what did you just say? I lost my own train of thought. What were you just talking Giving about? yourself grace in the fact of I used to have the, right. I can't believe I had okay. these thoughts. Yeah. And so it's, it's all the power of words. Thank you. I had way too much caffeine today. Uh, so it's the power of words, right? It kind of goes back to those conversations we were having that kind of little mini, mm-hmm. mini ser- series we did there where, uh, you can, it really specifically my prayer, the episode where I was talking about how I was praying against something that wasn't even there and henceforth was, was that manifesting. With Kyle? No, it was right after all of okay. that though. Um, Kyle touched on that a little bit, but it was where I was, I, I touched on it with Kyle mm-hmm. knowing we were about to do an episode about it, but I had kind of previewed okay, it yeah. on Kyle's episode, second episode, I believe. Um, Cause we did two part with him, but yeah, it, it's just the idea that like, I was praying every night, like, I speak against these things, like this angry stance. And, like, God kind of spoke to me one day. He's like, you're praying against something that's not even there. Like, just speak positivity. Just speak the life. Speak the goodness. And it kind of goes to that right there, too. It's like, wow, I was this terrible person, blah, blah, blah. You're speaking negatively about you. Mm-hmm. You Your have grown. Yeah. Instead of looking at it as, wow, I was just this terrible, worthless being. It's like, wow, look how much that little seed has has bloomed. Look, look how, how far much. I've come. Look at all the stuff I have learned about myself, other people, God, whatever. And look at how much opportunity and room for growth there was. Well, and that's one of the biggest things. Like, and will if you're, be. If you're in like the business podcast or business space in general, entrepreneurial space, whatever you want to call it, whatever crap you want to say, is like mistakes uh, are opportunities, mm-hmm. you know? And that kind of goes to something you were just saying, too, is like we so often look at ourselves, and this is something we've talk- touched on as well, wrapping everything up we've talked about lately, 
that's you a know, good you thing. Ha- yes. You have like the sin mentality, right? Versus actually like what is committing a sin. Well, to me, sin is a, is a mental state before it's ever an action. You know, it mm. happens in the mind before it happens in the body. And so like, to me, it's still cyclical. It's not, oh Lord, I sinned. Oh, help me. It's giving myself grace, realizing that like when I have those thoughts, they they flow on to have cleaner waters cleanse them through, if that makes sense. Well, and there's also grace in the fact of that can be, oh, that was five years ago, or that was yesterday, or that was this morning. And so like you can literally become brand new with mm-hmm. every second. Absolutely. You can post a Facebook status and then five minutes later completely disagree with what your what stance you was. And that's okay. Like that is part of growth. That's part of maturation. That's part of evolution. That's part of connecting um, yourself and loving yourself as well as how you show up in your relationships and who God is to you. And there's nothing wrong with changing your mind. We all change our mind on something at some point. And that's just part of being human. And everyone develops that in different ways. Some people that takes 10 years or 50 years, or some people will make a comment. And then 10 minutes later, they're like, you know, I actually don't believe that anymore. And giving yourself, (laughs) well, giving yourself grace in that. And the thing is, once you learn to start giving yourself grace, you start learning to give other people grace for doing the exact same thing. And that's, Right there is the whole, you know, it's like, I don't know how many times Christian circles are like, you know, self-care is of the devil. Like, I've literally heard almost verbatim those words. Like, if you're focusing on yourself, you're not focusing on God, which is bullcrap because, (laughs) like, God is in us and we are God personified and we are the expression of Christ on the earth. So that's crap. But aside from that being complete and utter rubbish— uh, let's, let's circle around to a different side of that. Uh, you know, if you look at the, the whole Bible verse, there's, there's the two main, this is literally the premise of our podcast, love God and love your neighbor as yourself, right? If you cannot love yourself, you cannot love your neighbor. If you cannot give grace to yourself, you cannot give grace to someone else. Henceforth, you are passing judgment and that is a sin mindset and like there's Which a cycle I feel like there we've, again i feel like we've we've said this before but recognize I, it was a couple episodes ago like a hundred and some 30 <laughs> some episodes in. It, we're gonna it say was things within again this series of the past month or so but um it was a couple episodes ago when we were talking about recognizing the love within yourself and recognizing the love in other people and, mm. and that being manifested because once you operate out of that you can operate out of that in your relationships, Mm -hmm. same thing with grace. And so to trans, uh, I guess kind of like transfer this conversation, like move this conversation along to that. I told you in the beginning of the episode, I had two avenues that my brain kind of went to. That was one of them is just like the swirling abyss. That is my thoughts. Uh, you know, five wing four here, like welcome all aboard. It's there. They never stop. The thoughts keep coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. So, uh, the other side of that is the grace side of it with giving yourself grace to hold opinions dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. And this comes from the the backlash online. You share one thing that is countercultural to one other person, and we've already talked about and discussed in depth the how they feel challenged and how they feel this and that and all this other stuff. So we don't even have to go there again. 
that's already been discussed in previous episodes. Just listen to this series through. But to me, the thing that happens a whole lot is you start looking at those things like, okay, let's just use like an easy one here. Oh, I don't believe in an eternal lake of fire where we burn That's people. An easy topic. Well, okay. It's easily <laughs> described. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. The idea of like a burning pit isn't like, I mean, it's easy because it's easily visualized, yeah. right? And it's very common to deconstruct and in the Christian faith. And it's very common for people to get backlash on. Yeah. One for me that has been a big one is, hey, vaccines are not the mark of the beast. Apparently, that pisses people off because, wow, we are that. Pisses people off, but Screwball also religious, but. The, the fear that people live in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're so, they're, oh, my gosh. They're more afraid of a fictionalized ideal or idea than they are of a real threat. But that's. A whole other thing you gets into like, do you believe in the Antichrist and all this stuff and how you read Revelation and preterism and pre and post and all that. Anyway, that's a whole other rabbit hole. Uh, but we're going with hell <laughs> because it's the one that's more taught and uh, more easy to grab a hold of conceptually. So you start deconstructing hell, right? Theoretical here. Probably not, but theoretical. You're like, oh, I don't know if I really believe that we're going to like start – chunking folks down into a sulfur pit like that just sounds morbid i don't know if god is actually that big of a douchebag and like you're like i think i'm brave enough now where i'm gonna be like hey guys on the social media i don't know if i really believe in this anymore like that just seems crazy and someone on there is gonna go like yeah man it's hard it's hard but just remember they're doing it to themselves and then someone else is gonna go yeah, but I mean, you know, this Bible verse and someone else is going to go, I mean, yeah, I kind of see your point. And then someone else is going to go, you're going to burn in the lake of fire for your ignorance. How dare you defile the Lord? Revelation 1347. Well, I'm just year, making up a verse. Whenever we had Matthew Challoner on that podcast talking about yeah. this very topic, and he said that somebody called him a viper, you or, viper. or serpent, you or whatever they vipers. call it. And we were like, wait, what? You may biteth the heel, but I trampleth thy head. That, anyway, that just reminds you me false of prophet, him saying that he got Beelzebub called like a, reincarnated a to walk upon the grounds. Of, sorry, I'm on a roll here. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on a roll this whole episode. It's been fun. I gave you a topic like you just ran with. 7.20 p.m. <laughs> and I've like, I don't know, I was not in the mood to record, honestly. And here I am just ranting about how we are Beelzebub walking upon the face of the earth for disagreeing with one little thing. Whatever. To sum up what I'm saying is the easy reaction. Talk, remember, we're talking about giving yourself grace, not about vipers and crap. Uh, the natural reaction is to go, oh, wow, maybe the Lord is mad at me, especially if you have come from an extra fundy upbringing in, in your faith. Oh, what, wow, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm sinning. Lord, am I sinning right now? Like, and you kind of start walking around and you like kind of feel that, like, that little weight on your shoulders like, wow, man, like, is this bad? And sooner or later, you kind of grow to the point where you realize, like, that whole, this is a whole other topic that I want to have at some point, but how many times are we taught, like, that whole conviction that, you know, it's like, oh, the Lord tugging on you or whatever is actually this false dichotomy we put on ourselves or, like, how it's like, you know when you're living, and if you live in sin long enough, you actually uh you start losing the ability to see sin. Have you heard that one before? No, but that is like messed up. 
Yeah, like that's a that's a pretty common thing taught in People churches. People know it. <laughs> okay. But it's like if you live in the darkness long enough, you become blind to the light kind of thing. And I mean, I, I get what they're saying. It's kind of like how I've if heard you versions. Of, yeah, it's yeah. like how if you drink enough caffeine, sooner or later you need more caffeine mm-hmm. to like get your fix. Guilty, uh, it, you know, etc. But it's it's taught in this way to scare like good common church going folk to use like the olden days language like the good commoners uh into like feeling hyper convicted over everything Mm -hmm. and while yes if you like live in darkness technically like you are i'm using darkness literally here like if you didn't ever use your eyes you would probably go blind like your body would not you need them anymore or like like there is real implication that if you're living a life in a sin mindset it is harder to break out of that or harder to see that that sin is a problem. And so I'm like not talking about the extremer, more extreme cases here, but like for the common people who are trying to do good in their lives or like even the people who are typically fundamental church going people, like that's taught to them to try to scare them. Well, and it's the idea of like you had like a small mistake or a small mess up and then you're, you just like, hyperventilate because the world is ending and oh no you're the lord like, hates me you've been yeah. blotted out of the and it's you know, like i don't think god actually like, god is using realized his, what happened god is using the mighty other end of the number two pencil that he wrote your name in the lamb's book of life with and uh his eraser never runneth down so um that's a fun analogy anyway i'm just thinking about god using a pencil now i'm sorry well that reminds me of david's uh comic where yes like what was it David Hayward, by the way. Yes, everyone's like writing and Jesus has like the eraser behind them. Yes. Yeah. But in a good way. Yes. Yes. (laughs) He's erasing the line. Anyway. Yes. So the reason I got on that tangent, which I want to do a whole, we can do a whole episode on that at some point. But uh, so many times when we're questioning, we don't give ourselves that grace uh, to say when someone else comes against us, our initial reaction is either A, to fight back or Or fight fight or flight. It's fight or flight, really. It's you either fight back or, yeah, like you said, fight yourself, which is flee. Mm-hmm. You start uh, – and so it's so easy to either, like, want to try to prove a point, which you're never going to do, or because you can't teach an unready mind. You can't mm-hmm. you can't train, you know, an unwilling soul. Like, you can't do any – not that it's your job to do any of that stuff either, but you can't, you can't change someone's perspective if they're not openly looking or accepting of that. Otherwise, it's all just people trying to justify their means all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, there's actually like four layers to that. There's fight, flight, fawn, or freeze. And the fawn, I feel like I see a lot That's of- only four layers. Huh? You said five, I oh, think. I meant four. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so fawn is where you kind of plead with the other person. Mm-hmm. And you kind of would be like, you're willing to do anything for them to- um, See your point of view. Or yeah, like, yeah. That you would, would actually do- be a great episode as well. Maybe you should write that down. Okay. Like the four stages of like pleading for someone's faith. Yeah. Because like people want to argue it. People mm-hmm. want to like run away from the topic altogether, which is what a lot of deconstruction side yeah. I feel like is more guilty. It's like avoiding the topic altogether. Uh, they or, just don't do anything for the freeze. Like they just yeah. kind of. Yeah. It just catches everyone off guard. Like, can't. Yeah. yeah. And uh, fawn is like, because I've seen that so many like begging, like, please just read your Bible. Please just whatever. Yeah. Anyway. To sum up what I'm saying, because I know this episode's getting to about where we need to start wrapping things up, but I I feel like with the grace side of it, when people come at us, they start to 
tell us these things, especially whenever they've grown up and they are is still in the more fundamental ones. They start using those trigger words that let's be honest, we have kind of grown disgusted with, but it also brings up this weird section of our brain that it's like, it's like whenever someone flips the, the receiver on the radio, they dial in just the right frequency and your little brain antenna starts going like you start having those natural, like, Oh wait, I need to check my heart. Where's well, my they heart? Use it, use those phrases or terms or whatever in a con in a condemning way. Well, in, in Bible verses in yeah. that same way that you've always read them, even though you've read them a thousand times since them to try to unlearn that mm. version, that little bit is still back there that it's it's almost like a, a PTSD type of, of scenario. PTSD. Yeah. I mean, and it, it just kind of pops back up and it's just like, Hey, here I am. And you start trying to fall or pull back into that mindset. And that's where I'm saying that's kind of comes into the whole thing of like, uh, we're not taught what true conviction is. We're only mm-hmm. taught what we've been taught to keep us in a certain mindset. Mm-hmm. And so give yourself grace that when someone comes against you, you do not have to try to respond. You don't have to try to change their mind, but remind yourself, do your best in those moments. Sometimes it takes longer than others that you did nothing wrong by sharing your opinion and you're doing nothing wrong by exploring a new aspect. As long as you love God and love your neighbor as yourself and you are pursuing that relationship with Christ, even if pursuing that relationship looks to be more outlandish than someone else's, just because someone drove to church and you walked, you know, theoretical church, just because someone took the highway while you took the trail through the woods around the back corner in the scenic route, that doesn't change the destination mm-hmm. or that doesn't change really ultimately the heart, I guess. So that's what I, try I was going to ask, what is a tangible or a practical way you can implement that in just in real life in in your daily life? Oh, get off Facebook. What is a a way that you can give yourself grace. I really think... Because you said it was situational, but is there anything that... I mean, other than like the little like tangible things like change your wallpaper on your phone, find a totem, which I know that's like a scary word, but like find something that you carry with you. Yeah, yeah. an affirmation you write Bible in Bible verse All those little tangible things I'm sure you could do. The biggest thing is it really does take brain power. Maybe an accountability, like someone who can like like check in with you is a good idea and ask like hey i saw you getting in this scuffle on facebook how are you like those kind of things are good um having the conversations with people who are actually not willing or not uh not not willing to attack you is what i was trying to say there but that's a weird way of saying that who are open to listen is a is a more positively framed method to say what i was trying to say uh but like having those conversations having just the the positive reinforcement and realizing when you get in those negative things, the biggest thing is to step back, to not chase like the, you know, it's kind of like the fish. I imagine like a lot of us are kind of the fish in the water and someone's dangling the lure. Don't bite the hook. Don't fall for it. Yeah, yeah. don't, don't. Well, and if you do, give yourself grace. Yes, give yourself grace. And, and all of that to say, it's just, it, it, it takes time. I, I was going to say, I feel like it's a is, lot of like ref, self-reflection it and is. awareness. And it's cyclical. And it's just like it goes back to what I was saying. That is literally my journey because it's the I'm having to give myself grace when I have these doubts. Be patient with those who doubt. It's a verse mm-hmm. that we reference numerous times here. 
you know, as you start going around the spiral, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace whenever that little trigger happens. Whenever you start feeling, this is something to try to catch on to. Sometimes it's hard to be like, oh, I give myself grace to not feel condemned right now, like by this person, or I give myself grace. You know, like, that's kind of hard. But something a little easier because it's self it's self analyzing, and that's a lot of what deconstruction is is self analyzing. It's instead of saying, "Oh, I give myself grace," it's like, "Oh, wow, that person just said something, and it just triggered like this flood of like guilt uh, because of my new beliefs. What in my life led to that making me feel like? What in my life led me to feeling that guilt that I just felt?" So a lot of pausing before reacting. Yes, I think I think that's a great. It's just it's just to dwell, to meditate, to sit, to pause is a great word. Take a take a stop. You don't and have just to say, respond Wait. to that comment right at that right. time and allow that to take you places because honestly, that's not treating the symptom. That's treating the actual condition. Yeah, it gets past the. That's how you actually heal and grow because you get to the root of the issue rather than just addressing the the surface and so i think it's a great place to kind of wrap there do you have a question you want to pose i really think the question may just be like a a, just an analytical one self-analyzing one is like ask yourself that very thing what we just said like when you get into these little scuffles or times in your life it could be as simple as like a smell that triggers something weird about like a church experience i mean it could be anything but when you have those little triggers that say like "Mm, wow okay you're rebelling against the church blah 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 you start feeling like that condemnation for exploring in your faith, ask yourself what led me to feeling this condemnation and just give yourself freedom to trace it back because that's what giving yourself grace is. It's just kind of pausing. So we love you guys. Nomads, a safe community for Christians to ask unsafe questions is available for you. It's going through some growth. We're looking into new means to further that conversation. But right now you can find the link for that in the show notes below. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Of course, you can find all things The Reckless Pursuit. You can find uh, previous itinerant episodes, which I'm saying on air. I know I am going to get back on doing itinerant episodes because those were a lot of fun. Um, But Elaine's new podcast, new rebrand of her podcast, Spirituality Untamed, all of that, ways to contact us, all of our previous episodes we've talked about, all available on TheRecklessPursuit.com. We love you guys, and as always, be brave, be bold, and be reckless. We'll We'll talk talk soon. soon.